So it's been 11 years since I've been postpartum, but I still remember the struggle and I still hear about and see the struggle for many other women around me who are postpartum. We often want to jump back into the saddle of time management, efficiency, and energy. We want to climb out of survival mode and get things back in order. A-S-A-P. But that's not what the postpartum time is for. Hi, you've found the Simply Convivial podcast, short but meaty episodes helping you banish overwhelm and perfectionism so you can manage family life cheerfully and competently. Convivial means doing life together with joy. I'm Misty Winkler, homemaker and homeschool mom, author of the new book, Simplified Organization, Learn to Love What Must Be Done. And I'm here to help you organize your attitude and dig into the good work that God has called you to do in your home. I'm glad you've joined me today. We're coming up on the new year now, and that means we're probably all examining our calendars, our time budgets, our current habits around how we use our time and wondering how we can do better this coming year. But there's a group of moms that I want to talk to today who might be tempted in a special way during this time. Postpartum moms often jump into assuming they should be doing more sooner than is really reasonable. So on the brink of a new year, I wanna talk to you postpartum mom about your expectations and time management. So I would normally say grab a basket of laundry to fold, but how about you just sit back, rock your baby and listen in. Time management is hard. Books and YouTube videos abound with all manner of tips, tricks, and ideas. You can make an ideal week with Michael Hyatt time block with Cal Newport, or manage your calendar with David Allen. Maybe you even landed here at Simply Convivial because you came across my articles or videos about time budgeting and daily cards. Time management is always complicated, but it's especially complicated for moms. Any caretaker position is less manageable than academic or corporate work. And motherhood is the ultimate caretaker position. There are no clocked hours. Our primary responsibility really is to respond to the emergent needs of our family. We can't really predict what our family is going to need today, except for love and patience. So watching videos about how executives structure their time and fit their tasks into a routine can be demoralizing for us as moms. Our responsibilities are not really contained in clear-cut tasks that can be checked off. We don't really have that many measurable outcomes. 
we have few, if any, deadlines beyond getting dinner on the table or the deadline of right now when the toddler calls us from the bathroom or dumps their milk on the floor. So with the possibility of executive level time management tactics excluded, we could be tempted to think that flying by the seat of our pants, not planning or structuring our time at all, just dealing with the urgent, the thing in front of us, is our only option. But executive level control and scattered firefighting are not the only two options, even for moms at home. Another and related time management hurdle that we have as homemakers is that what works in one season often doesn't work in another. No matter the season, we can always fly by the seat of our pants. And so that's another reason we just often accept it as our chosen method. Yet the reality is that God has placed us in homes, with families, in a life and a world that is ever-changing and ever-demanding of us in different ways. It is for our good, for our maturation, for our sanctification. We don't want to be the servant with a single talent, burying it because it seemed like the safest option. And our time is a talent that we can invest and turn a profit on. We want to take the time we're given and invest it well intentionally for maximum return, as the other servants did in the parable. Investing time never happens unintentionally. Investing always takes attention and effort. It's not something to be done when you feel like it. Investing is proactive, not reactive. So if we are to abound in good works and make the most of the time we've been given, we have to be proactive with our time. Flying by the seat of our pants is not how we turn a profit on our time, on ourselves, on our family. It's not how we serve best to invest our time. We have to recognize our season and our responsibilities and adjust accordingly as time goes on and life changes. This is true even when it feels like we have no control over our time. It's true even when what used to work doesn't work anymore. The shift to motherhood can catch many women off guard. The helplessness of the baby, the total dependence, the wake-up is a wake-up call to self-denial. And that's a good thing. That's not losing yourself, except in the manner that Jesus spoke of as the only way to actually find yourself. The physical ups and downs of hormones, pregnancy, and postpartum life cannot be managed with getting things done principles, with time blocking, or the right mix of schedules and lists. Postpartum can feel like a season of bent time. Time feels utterly different in this season. No matter how many times you cycle through it, 
And it's a gift to embrace and work within rather than fight. Our goal shouldn't be to maintain a consistent, that is a sameness in our routines or our level of productivity from pre-kid through baby times on into childhood and even having teens. Sameness is a harsh mistress and a bad standard. We shouldn't compare ourselves with other moms, nor should we compare ourselves to our pre-motherhood days. Women flux by design. And we grow in wisdom as we learn to embrace the time we're in rather than try to remake it according to a masculine style productivity standard. Embrace the baby moon. Revel not only in the new baby, but also in the new perspective that it gives you on your bigger babies. Slow down. The hormones are rushing, leveling up your connection to, your attachment to each individual in your family. That's your job in that postpartum baby moon time. Your attachment to your husband and your children and their attachment to you are seeds planted that will come to fruition later. We don't just skip straight from seed to fruit. When we're in the planting time, there's no judgment that we aren't seeing a harvest. Just plant, water, and wait. Even without checklists, you can still be productive even as a postpartum mom. Try putting smile on your to-do list. Watch your kids as you nurse. Pray over each one. Notice how each one is changing and what discipleship needs they have. The view from the nursing chair is different every time. And it's a season to work with, not against. Have conversations that you wouldn't normally take the time for when you have all the energy to be moving around and doing all the things. Read, think, pray. It's okay for this to be a slow season. Don't judge it by your pre-kid standards or by the progress that you are making on a task list. Your energy and your abilities will ebb and flow dramatically during these seasons. It's normal and that's okay. Think of your time like a farmer thinks of his field. Be okay with planting seasons that look forward even while only seeing bare dirt out in front. Make hay while the sun shines but don't feel guilty about the rest taken during the thunderstorms or the frozen winter. Weather comes and goes. Energy comes and goes. And there is a time for everything. What was that? You haven't heard about time budgets? Time budgets are like an envelope system. A time budget is like the Dave Ramsey envelope system, except for time instead of money. It's not really a schedule, 
It's about aligning our expectations with our current reality. Let's queue up the next video then for one all about time budgets.